With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. Okay, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, as we welcome you back. It is the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. Michael Lombardi taking a well-deserved day off on this Christmas. Mike Pritchard sitting in for him. Again, following us here on the Lombardi Line on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, will be Brent Musburger with Countdown to Kickoff. Remember, 9.15, my time, 12.15, your time on the East Coast. They're going to have a special announcement for Circa Survivor, down to four contestants chasing $6.1 million, Mike Pritchard. So that's coming up right after the show. We mentioned that it is Christmas, so hope you're doing well. You and your families are doing uh, very well as far as you talked about the weather conditions. Mike Pritchard was just telling me he was recently in Denver in a bomb cyclone, and that's kind of what's been canvassing the United States here. Yeah, that is not pretty. Not a great experience either. I mean, uh, it's actually scary. Uh, Probably one of the most scariest situations I've ever been in. Uh, It was a few years ago, bomb cyclone, got off work, and, uh, uh, and just like, you know, the weatherman predicts, right? We know that, how accurate they are. Uh, uh, the thing hit right when they said it was going to hit. Maybe a little early, maybe a little early, but uh, normally a 20-minute drive home took over two hours uh, uh, to Yikes. get back. Yeah, and so, I mean, you're inching your way. It was whiteout conditions. You can't see uh, the road conditions are, are not ideal. Uh, I think I got hit, but I, I, matter of fact, I know I got hit because there was a mark on my on my truck. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you couldn't see it coming anyway. Uh, but well, that is that home. is a warning from Pritch. If you're if you have to go on the road today, be very cautious and be very careful. Yeah. If not, stay home and hang out with us here on right. Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. Okay, and you, by the way, got your Christmas present early with Deion Sanders going to your alma mater, <laughs> where you where you starred there at Colorado. We'll get to that at another date. Got three games on tap today as far as the NFL: Green Bay, Miami. So important context for this game. We're going to hear from Mike McDaniel coming off the three-game losing streak for the Dolphins. But remember, so this number opened Miami five. We got as high as six. Now we've dipped back to completely across the board. Miami's laying three and a half. We got a big total here of 49 and a half. Yesterday, weather was the theme. Today, weather is certainly not the theme. Okay, We don't have issues as far as weather in Miami. It's going to be 50 degrees, 20% chance of rain, 11-mile-an-hour winds, so it's not terrible there. Denver at the Rams. I'm in Los Angeles at 73. Trust me, it's money. And then Tampa at Arizona. We've got a dome there. Green Bay and Miami. A little context for this I think is important because Green Bay, two straight wins. They beat uh, the Bears and the Rams, okay? And Miami, conversely, three-game road trip where they lost three straight. They lost to San Francisco. Remember, they stayed on the West Coast and then lost to the Chargers and lost to Buffalo, well, they're pretty good, pretty good opponents there that Miami lost to. They're five and one at home. And here's Mike McDaniel reacting to that three-game losing streak. When you have expectations to win and you lose, and then you do it consecutively, and and you know they 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 earn the right to play on national television, took it very serious, and um, you know, <laughs> got embarrassed in their own minds. You know, their expectation was was to do well, and it wasn't. So um, I think we've We've really attacked um, the possible reasons for those things, um, and my expectation um, is that 
they they improve drastically in a short amount of time. So, you know that that is what it is. But it's not. I don't think it's anything to run from or or whatever. I think that's um, you're a fool if you don't realize that's what you signed up for, and that you know if you want fans to cheer for you, they're going to care when you're when you're not doing well. I think Coach is hanging out with George Kittle. We'll get to the <laughs> tale of two Tua's coming up. Let me set you up on this, and I'm going to let you run with the handicap here. Uh, this is a, a Packers team, I think, is a live underdog in Miami because the defense is well-equipped to take away the strengths of the Dolphins on offense, Pritch, and that is throwing the football. The Packers do a great job against wide receivers. They've got the second-best pass D in the NFL kind of lines up with them as far as what they want to do in Miami attack with those two receivers in Hill and Waddle. Yeah, it does line up that way. But here's where McDaniel needs to be different, though, right, Patrick? I mean, if you're trying to win in the month of December, you're trying to get to the playoffs and win in the playoffs, you have to develop a running game. Uh, Because eventually the league will catch up to what you do from a passing standpoint, unless you have matchups. And uh, we've seen uh, the Dolphins get to Tyreek Hill isolated one-on-one on one side of the field, and uh, that has produced some big plays and, in fact, touchdowns too. Uh, But from a scheme standpoint, the league has caught up to what McDaniel wants to call and how he calls it. Uh, So he has to adapt. He has to change. And and we did see that uh, last week against Buffalo when – uh, Raheem Mostert uh, racked up what it had 136 yards, right? Yep, 136 right. yards there uh, against Buffalo. And Buffalo is one of those top uh, rushing defense, top four, I think, uh, in the National Football League. So there's some evidence out there that McDaniel wants to adapt and change, and he has to. And if he can run the ball against the Packers, now think about it from this standpoint. The Packers are working on that vaunted passing game, and they're working on all the concepts that. The Miami Dolphins like to run. They, they're, they're working on the break points and squatting and, and unique coverages that they could apply to that, right? But what if the Miami Dolphins start to run the football? Now, all of a sudden, all that stuff you worked on uh, goes to, the, to another page or goes to another section on that tablet, right? You, you have to focus in and try to stop the run, something that the Packers have been weak against so far this year. Yep, second worst in the NFL stopping the run. So it's it's a juxtaposition on that right. uh, that Packer defense, which has underperformed this year. They're second best against the pass. They're fourth worst against the run. And you did a great job pointing out that Mostert got off against Buffalo last week. You're going to see a lot of Mostert today. And we should point out the Dolphins. They gained 405 yards against the Bills, 7.1 mm-hmm. yards per play in that 32-29 to 29 loss. So impressive. There were a couple of explosive plays to skew the number just a little bit. However, let's go to the Packers side. Right. So the question is, will they or won't they? And that's make the postseason. Everything fell into line for the Packers yesterday. Everybody in front of them, the Lions, the Giants, the Seahawks, they all lost. Now, there's still no over at DraftKings minus 650, the Packers, to make the postseason. I will say this is a great spot catching three and a half for Rodgers and the Packers. Rodgers is 8-1 and ATS his last nine games as a dog. How about LaFleur and Rodgers together, Pritch? They're 11-4 and four ATS as a dog. They won 10 of those games outright. Good spot as Green Bay travels down to Miami. Yeah, it is a good spot. I mean, I, I came across this stat and couldn't believe it that Rodgers has not thrown four 300-yard games so far uh, this year, which is yeah. incredible. I mean, it, it speaks volumes. But uh, it's, it's about that front windshield, uh, Patrick, and everything looks great uh, and clear now uh, with the young players uh, that surrounds uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the communication with those young players is a lot better than it was. You remember how uh, Rodgers elevated himself out of that locker room and really didn't get involved or, or invested time uh, with those young players. But obviously the reports have uh, suggested that they've come together. They started to communicate. They're starting to work together and start to understand each other more importantly. Because there is a, there's an age difference. There's a gap right there, right? And, uh, and so I, I think you have to understand as a leader and understand as a premium player hall of famer that those guys are trying to learn what you know already not not you know put them down because they don't know the standard right help them that's what you're there for and i think he has and i think it's looked different so offensively there's a lot of options for aaron Rodgers from a running back situation a running game situation a tight end or the receivers that it starts to look the part of the old aaron Rodgers, right that we're used to so uh, if you look at the landscape of the National Football League, the NFC, and all those backup quarterbacks out there, if you want to ride with uh, A.A. Ron, I mean, here's an opportunity offensively if him and LaFleur can can keep that offense revved up now. 
And by the way, Christian Watson is a stud. Yeah. Four touchdowns, excuse me, eight touchdowns over a four-game span before last week. DraftKings had him yesterday at plus 170 on an anytime touchdown score. We'll have we'll let the big guy, he's got props and picks coming up later, mm-hmm. get to that. Let's talk about Tua, who it's a tale of two Tuas. You could take a look at the graphic. Uh, weeks 1 through 12, 8 and 1, almost 70% as far as completion. You know, 19 to 3. Uh, a touchdown to interception ratio. The last three, what's really gone down, and again, he was playing in inclement weather, but what really has gone down was the completion percentage. Tua is so accurate. He's below 50%. That can't happen. 224.7 yards per game. What do you attribute the dip? I know good defenses, but what do you attribute the dip here with Tua? Well, he's accurate because of his timing, first of all. So if you watch Tua play, I mean... Uh, he hits that back step, that back foot, and he's letting the ball go. He anticipates better, a lot better than a lot of quarterbacks uh, in the National Football League. Uh, and I think that's coached into Tua. Uh, I think that was something McDaniel brought over from this scheme, the West Coast offense scheme. Uh, your footwork could tell you where to go with the football in this scheme, Patrick. Uh, and so even with the RPO uh, and the timing and rhythm that Tua enjoys, that has benefited him earlier on, like his arm strength. Uh, is still suspect, right? I mean, even on some of the deep balls. Uh, but every once in a while, they'll catch a, a defense napping and they'll hit a big play over the top and or, or a vacated area uh, because of the design of the play. Uh, but now teams are squatting. I mentioned this uh, before. The teams are squatting on, on break points and they're anticipating the timing of the of the concepts of the plays, right? And so that shows up on tape. And okay, so you can squat, you can take away in cutting routes, you can take away out cutting routes. Uh, but just the timing and being disruptive is throwing Tua off. And so therefore, you have to run the football. You have to get back to play action. You have to isolate and get to matchups if you can too. That will help out Tua. That's what I'm anticipating from Miami offensively. Uh, a lean here, Pritch. That was a great breakdown. A lean here. Again, 11 and 4 ATS. Rodgers and Lafleur. they won 10 of those outright. I can't lay the, I can't lay the hook with yeah. Miami. Yeah, I can't either. I have to go. I have to take with Green Bay here. Yeah, I take the points too. I mean, uh, again, I, I like to get through eight with my teasers because of the parody, and I love two possessions if I can. Uh, three and a half uh, from a dog situation has been profitable too. So, no, I, I, I lean towards the points here with Green Bay as well. This is for the big guy, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com. Download the app. you got to be 21 years or older. Again, the king of sportsbooks. Nobody better. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. Hey, look, Pritch, take a look at your stocking. There's some coal in it. It's Denver at the Rams. However, as betters, we don't care about the pitiful matchup. We care about the numbers, and that's next. of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to The Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, first bet, express bet. Get 10 bucks instantly right now when you sign up, plus a $200 deposit match bonus when you use the promo code HORSE200. It's vcin.com slash horses for more details. vcin.com slash horses for more details. My goodness, the big guy on this Christmas, Dustin Sweetelson producing. I'm Patrick Maher. He's Mike Pritchard sitting in for Michael Lombardi. He cannot wait for us to get to Nathaniel Hackett talking about Russell Wilson's return. And I can't wait to hear that pepper pot either. But let me just set up the game quickly for you, big guy. That is Denver at the Rams. What a matchup. A sandwich game for the ages on Christmas. You've got the 4-10 and 10 Den- Denver Broncos. No offense, Pritch. 6-8 and eight ATS. They beat Arizona last week 24-15. to 15. Prior to that, they had lost five straight. They are 3-0, and the Broncos, ATS, their last three. Taking on a Rams team, Sean McVay's already in the prime booth. Okay, he's gone. Uh, Baker Mayfield, the, the, the other shoe has fallen. He, that Whatever happened on that drive against the Raiders, he could not replicate that against the Packers, obviously. Rams, it's the worst defending champs in the history of the NFL. They're 4-10 and straight up. They're 4-9-1 ATS. They're a disaster right now. This number opened Denver one, up to one and a half. It's been bet all the way up to three. I will make a note. Michael Lombardi is on the Broncos today, laying the three. We'll start with you on the cap, and then we'll hear from Nathaniel Hackett. Go ahead, Bruce. Well, first of all, I mean, I think the Rams have checked out. I mean, I, oh, I've, been, yeah. I've seen enough teams. I've been around enough teams, and okay, the, the season's almost over. We just came off a Super Bowl. Uh, we're checked out. I mean, you got certain injuries that if it was a competitive season, uh, a lot of these players would be playing, uh, but you have a number of players that are just out uh, of this game right now, uh, Patrick. And, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield, as as a better, we have to remember, he was claimed off of waivers. I mean, I know we want to put him up uh, on this pedestal <laughs> and loft him up there, right? And, and so number one overall draft choice, but he was claimed off of waivers. And, and so I, I think as a better, we got to uh, keep that context there. And then, uh, the constants versus surprises kind of thing. The constant uh, this year has been the Broncos in that defense. They're one of the better red zone defenses in the National Football League. That was true last year when Vic Fangio is carried over. Uh, they've been fantastic. They're great against the pass, as we know, too. Uh, and I don't think the Rams can do anything else right now. They can't run the football. Um, they try to throw it with Baker, and uh, it's inconsistent uh, at times, too. So uh, that's a simple cap. I mean, uh, the Rams are checked out. Uh, I see why uh, Michael Lombardi is leaning towards the Broncos or, or laying it with the Broncos there. And uh, I mean, it's three points. Uh, that's a lot for, for the Broncos, in my opinion. But I can't go anywhere else, though, uh, with this football game. It's going to be pristine conditions at SoFi. It, just one note, I did go to SoFi for the Rams-Raiders game. Can we not have the DJ between every play? Okay, I don't want to sound like Al Michaels here, but I don't need DJ scribble between every play. Here's a reason the total is what? Sitting right now, 36.5 in pristine conditions. Well, the Rams are at their, right now they're at 273.9 total yards per game. That's mm-hmm. dead last in the NFL. How about the fact that the Rams are scoring 16-4 points per game? That's second worst. You know the worst as far as scoring offense? (laughs) The Denver Broncos. Uh, Translation, disaster. Yeah. If you want offense today, you ain't getting it in the middle game. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It's Russell Wilson, too, and, you know, his record against the Rams when he was with a better team. Well, I don't know if they were a better – maybe a better team, right? A better roster anyway up in Seattle. Um, Yeah, I, I would say a better roster, a better team. Uh, and, you know, he, he has a losing record against the Rams, you know. And so um, Russell has not been a difference maker 
either this year for the Broncos offensively. It's really all about that defense. I mean, I think the defense can win the game by themselves. Uh, but I always start at opening team totals uh, with my capping situation, Patrick. And uh, you're right. I mean, it, I think it's opti- optimistic uh, for the Broncos to start with a total, a team total around 20 points. Uh, and then the same <laughs> thing with the Rams at this point, starting with a team total around 21 points as well. Yeah, I can give you the team totals today. It's fascinating. The two two low scoring offenses in the league. And by the way, on this Christmas, if you don't have your coffee available, grab it because you're about to hear from Nathaniel Hackett and he will put you to sleep. Go ahead, big guy. Full go. He's full go. We're full go. He's full go. It's about winning the football game. Continuation, I, I, I think, from that past game, uh, we want to see him execute, get the ball out of his hands when that's there. And then if something happens, yes, we don't want him to stay in the pocket and take a hit. We want him to use his legs and protect himself. Okay, well, a little more energy than I expected. Also, the born identity. He switched it up with the goatee. Maybe that'll help today. Uh, he he with died the Rams. that thing, too, didn't he? I think he may have died. Listen, yeah. who, am I, who am I to judge? I know. Okay, whom I'm sitting here with a turtleneck on, but uh, it did feel a little bit forced there. All kidding aside, this franchise, and it's a franchise you love yeah. in the Broncos, Nathaniel Hackett, he won't be back for a second year. There's yeah. absolutely no chance. Okay, we can tell you that right now. Russell Wilson, they've got him signed through 40 years old. Russell mm-hmm. Wilson is a shell of himself. Right. This is when you don't have a head coach and you don't have a quarterback, you don't have much. Right, absolutely, Patrick. And this is a franchise um... – that under Mr. B, Pat Bolden, uh, rest in peace, uh, the former owner, uh, he had more Super Bowl appearances than losing seasons. Uh, and, and I can talk about the standard that he set. I mean, you walk into the building and, and everything's first class, and you know Pat Bolden certainly wanted it that way, but he demanded you to uh, play at a certain level or, or he was going to do what's necessary to get to that level. When I got mm-hmm. traded to the Denver Broncos, Wade Phillips was the head coach. Um, Wade Phillips, we went eight and eight in average year, right? Uh, Mike Shanahan became available. He got rid of Wade Phillips to get to Mike Shanahan after one year, Patrick, uh, because he thought Mike Shanahan was put him over the top, which he did, which right. he did, right? Um, but it's those type of decisions and, and um, uh, you know, thought, thoughtful decisions, certainly, but competitive decisions, mostly. Uh, that the Broncos have been lacking. Like, they just now got an ownership situation out of the trust uh, that was there. The Broncos have completely lost their way. Uh, They have a GM in there that's under fire because of some of the decisions and some of the contracts uh, that he made, on top of the fact that they're trying to move away from John Elway and that era, the the Peyton Manning era as well. But uh, outside of that, it has not been good for this organization, this football team. So uh, it, it continues. The struggle continues. Now you're going to look for another head coach, and and you're stuck with a quarterback that has uh, seemingly lost uh, his 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 way in terms of how to play football, how to play quarterback. I mean, it's crazy to watch Russell Wilson try to execute an offense right now. I do like Latavius Murray over the 61.5 today, Pritch. No Aaron Donald. The defense has given up. And yeah. again, Latavius Murray had his best game as a Bronco, 130, a touchdown versus Arizona. This is a very similar spot for Murray against this Rams defense. And frankly, while we're looking at the running back props, Akers is set at 53 and a half. The only bright spot last week for the Rams against Green Bay was Akers, who Mm -hmm. ran for 65 and caught for 35. So maybe if you want to go alternative market, there's a couple you could look at because the game's disgusting. You mentioned the team totals. How about this? You want to laugh on Christmas? The team total for the Broncos set at 17 and a half. The team total for the Rams set at 16 and a half. Yeah. Have fun with that one. <laughs> yeah, definitely reduced. And uh, no, it, it's they're just not executing and haven't really uh, seen any consistency that way. You're a brave man if you're going after some props in this one. <laughs> I got to do something, Pritch. <laughs> okay. hey, listen, I got to keep the itch satiated <laughs> during the middle of the day. I and got this you. is what I, but I do love. This is very Thanksgiving esque, right? With Christmas, where mm-hmm. you have the three standalones. And all kidding aside, as a pro tip, I always like to tell people if you're going in game, you should be focused on that game. You should be catching the rhythm of the game if right. you're betting in game. You can really lose a lot of money quickly with in game betting. But where you can focus on a singular game and kind of get the rhythm, the flow of the game, that's the best in-game opportunity when betting. And you know, Dustin, who produced my old show for forever, knows that we used to sit there and focus on baseball, basketball, football, in-game. And I always used to lecture him, just focus on one game 
And so pro tip today would be today's a good in-game opportunity to purchase point. If you don't want to go pre-flop, you know, you've got these standalone games. You've got the one o'clock game, the 430 game and Tampa Bay, Arizona closing out Christmas. So in-game opportunities, fruitful with standalone games where you can really focus, Pritch. Yeah, I like that pro tip, actually, uh, Patrick. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, this could be an attractive situation uh, to to understand the flow of the game, too. And, and that's a big right. part, right? Because uh, you're, you're going to watch, everybody's going to watch these games. And, okay, can you understand the flow of this game? I can tell you right now, the Broncos, they really don't have a ton of adjustments where they can go and what they can do. Uh, neither do the Rams, for that matter, uh, offensively. So that gets interesting too, right? I mean, this could just be will on will, uh, uh, you know, or or play on play. Like, uh, you know, can Russell manufacture plays? Can they create plays? Can they, uh, you know, uh, can they have matchups, uh, favorable matchups? Murray could be one. Uh, you outlined that from a running game standpoint. Um, and, but on the Rams, it's like, okay, who on the Rams could – uh, you feel good about in terms of a matchup situation uh, against that secondary and that defense for Denver too. So uh, it gets dicey from a prop standpoint. Uh, I'm glad you identified Murray though, because to <laughs> me that's the one that's glaring uh, at this add moment. Add it to the pro tip sheet. Remember, <laughs> pro tips from all hosts and guests. You got to be a pro. Vison.com slash subscribe. You can sign up now for a discount for the holidays. Did I jump the gun? Yes or no? Did I jump the gun on Hackett? There's no chance he's back next year. Yes or uh, no? He shouldn't be back. Um, it's he got won't. a new ownership, right? No, you didn't jump the gun. Thank, thank you, Pritch. Thank you, Pritch. Uh, Ira Kaufman, we're going to go Tampa Bay. He's been covering the Bucks forever. He's a Hall of Fame voter. He joins Mike Pritchard and myself next here, Lombardi Line. to the Lombardi line on VSIN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, betting this bull season's been dicey. You know it with the opt outs and whatnot. Daily best bets. We've got the VSIN bull betting guide. It's been getting rave reviews in the community. It's awesome. Written previews of every bull game. Bull betting tips, including Steve Mackinan's seven important bull motivational factors. Again, you have to be a VSIN pro. So, VSIN.com slash subscribe to check out the VEASAN Bull Betting Guide. Don't make a bet on these bull games until you pick up the guide. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Okay, we welcome you back to Lombardi Line. Mike Pritchard sitting in for Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Uh, we're going to be joined by one of the preeminent names in covering the NFL, an NFL vo- Hall of Fame voter, of course, JoeBucksFan.com. Ira Kaufman, you can hear him fighting with Mad Dog Chris Russo on Mad Dog Sports Radio, and it's an honor to talk to Ira as we say hi to Ira. First off, welcome and happy holidays. Maybe we should start here. If I can find some odds on Tom Brady's next team, is it the Raiders or is it the 49ers? Ira Kaufman, hi. Gentlemen, uh, greetings from frosty Tampa. It's it's 35. (laughs) There's, There's panic in the streets here, guys. Panic in the streets. We don't know how to deal with 35 degrees. It was freezing overnight. Um, and a lot of Buck fans, as we approach the holiday season, are very apprehensive. And that's because, guys, even if they beat a terrible Arizona team tonight uh, in Glendale, they still got to play Carolina next week. Carolina would be one game back. And should the Panthers win in Tampa on New Year's Day, that would be a tie with the Bucks. Um, at, at uh, seven and nine, and a sweep for the Panthers. They would have the tiebreaker edge, and I believe Carolina finishes with New Orleans, which is playing out the strength. Uh, so Buck fans are very, very nervous. Uh, it could be a one-game winner-take-all for the NFC South, and, of course, the loser doesn't make the playoffs, uh, and they're worried about Brady's future. Um you know, it's looking like he wants to play. If I had to bet, I would say he plays in 2023 uh, now that the divorce is official. The question is, how many suitors is he going to have and how many of those places does he really want to go? For instance, you know, maybe Indianapolis wants him. He doesn't want to go to Indianapolis. Maybe San Francisco wants him. Although, you know what? I'm not sure they do at this point. So we shall see. The Raiders, I just don't think the Raiders have enough. I think Brady will look at that team and say, eh, I don't know, that defense isn't very good. They got Max Crosby and a bunch of no-names. 
Um, I, I don't think there's going to be a tremendous market for Tom Brady uh, because, you know what, guys? He's not playing particularly well. You know, Ira, that gets interesting because, you know, I was thinking of Tom Brady and maybe a lot of people are thinking about Tom Brady this way, that he still could be that beacon. Like Gronk had that tweet uh, recently about being bored and uh, you think about what's going to happen out here in Las Vegas in 2024 with the Super Bowl. That would be a great lead-in, though, wouldn't it, uh, for Tom Brady <laughs> to land in Las Vegas with Gronk and, and maybe some premium free agents uh, as the Raiders try to charge towards that Super Bowl? You know, they do have offensive talent, especially if Gronkowski would join them in Vegas. I mean, Devontae Adams, you know, arguably uh, best receiver in football, certainly top five. Josh Jacobs has had a fantastic season. Um, you guys know about, more about the offensive line than I do. I, I would say it's kind of average. Um, and, of course, Brady needs a lot of protection. He's, he's not mobile at all. Uh, could he take one final fling in Vegas with a Super Bowl on horizon? Interesting, interesting. I don't think he comes back to Tampa. Um, and you know what? From a Buck perspective, if they don't win this division, a terrible division, with Tom Brady taking every snap, why would you want to bring him back when he's 46? I, I think at some point the Bucks have to move on. Ira Kaufman joining us here on the Lombardi line. Tampa at Arizona. Remember, third stringer McSorley in for Arizona, and that franchise is a disaster right now, uh, to speak of the Cardinals. Uh, seven and a half is the number. Tampa Bay's lane at Tampa Bay, 0-4 straight up in ATS, their last four on the road, as Ira knows. Yeah. Uh, give me a summation on covering the Bucks this year. Is this one of your weirder years? You've been doing this forever. You've got the Bulls angle. You've got the divorce with Brady. The vibes have just been really off there with the Bucks this year, Ira. You know, I, I came down here from uh, New York in, in 85, uh, and I was greeted by Lieben Bennett and 2-14. And, and the next year, Bo Jackson spurned the Bucks, And they went 2-14 and 14 again. So I, I started off 4-28 and 28 covering the Buccaneers. But I got to tell you, that pales in comparison to what the heck happened in 2022. I mean, this is nuts. Uh, I show up at the NFL owners meetings in, in late March at the Breakers in Palm Beach. Hey, you see coach around? No, a a Arians went back to Tampa. What? Yeah, he went back to Tampa. Why? Oh, uh, we don't know. So he was in Palm Beach. He stayed for a day or two, went back to Tampa. Find out, uh, you know, a week later that, um, He's stepping down. Senior advisor to Jason Light. Here comes Bowles. Brady retires. He unretires. No Gronk. Uh, no Ali Marpet. This guy retires at the age of 28. So who does that? All pro, uh, you know, Pro Bowl guard. And um, no Gronkowski. Um, they win their first two games, guys, on the road. They win mm -hmm. the first two games. They beat the Cowboys in week one, 19-3. Impressive. Beat the Saints, who've been their nemesis, and then the roof has caved in. Uh, you're right. They've lost four in a row on the road. Now, I will say this, guys. I think Arizona is 1-7 at home. Hard to believe. 1-7. Lame duck coach. Kingsbury's not coming back. They got no quarterback. Uh, you know, the, DeAndre Hopkins is wondering, hey, anybody? can anybody throw the ball to me? I'm open. Can you give me the ball? <laughs> So if they were playing, if the Bucks were playing anybody else tonight, uh, you know, I, I would pick against the Bucks. But I, I think they'll win. But guys, I'm telling you, even if they go to seven and eight, they can't avoid that, you know, New Year's Day showdown with, with the Panthers. Uh, I can't figure Carolina out. They were playing great, and then they lost at home to Pittsburgh. I figured that that just knocked off the Panthers. They're going to lose to Detroit. And you know what? They played great yesterday. They rolled over Detroit, uh, and Detroit had been very hot. So, look, I, I don't care if that game's in Tampa. And, by the way, Arians is going into the team ring of honor at halftime uh, of that game on New Year's Day. And I don't care that it's a home game for the Bucks. Anything can happen, and Carolina can run the football, gentlemen. We know that for sure. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that, Ira, because, I mean, we talk about Tom Brady, and maybe there's a Brady tax in this game uh, against Arizona uh, the Arians Bowl, by the way. Uh, but yes. then when you look at, yeah, when you look at uh, what's on the horizon, though, uh, and is Todd Bowles, because I, I want to focus on Coach Bowles here, is he the type 
uh, of coach that could galvanize this locker room and really uh, lay out um, what's at stake? I mean, I, I know the guys know what's at stake, but uh, be opposite of Campbell and get the team ready to go in a big game like that. I, I think it's very questionable at this point. Guys, you know his resume uh, with the Jets. Good first season, 10 wins. Then it all fell apart for three years. Uh, and again, I want to emphasize this. I don't, I don't think you can overstate this. Tom Brady has taken every snap for the 2022 Bucks. He hasn't been hurt. He hasn't missed a game. He hasn't missed a quarter. And they're 6-8. and eight. So you're the owner of the Bucks, and you're saying, geez, I mean, if we don't win the division with a healthy Tom Brady, a terrible division, with Todd Bowles now, they've never fired a coach. Never. After one season. They didn't do it with Lovey Smith. They didn't do it with Raheem Morris. Uh, they, they, they didn't do it with Greg Schiano. They've never done it. This would be history-making for the Glazers. But if I had to bet, I think Bowles gets another year. But the guy that's really the focus of the fans' frustration is Byron Leftwich, the offensive coordinator, who supposedly was supposed to be a hot candidate for a head coaching job. And I think that's all gone. Uh, it's, it's absolutely gone. Um, you know, the play calling has come under question. This out, they're averaging 17 points a game with Tom Brady. They averaged 30 each of the last two years. Does Gronkowski mean that much to this offense? So a lot of things going on in Tampa. The way this thing plays out for the next three weeks, guys, I think it's going to shake the entire offseason. There's a chance they blow this whole thing up. There's a chance. Wow. Yeah. Wow. The Bucks are going to need a Christmas miracle. Ira Kaufman, the legend. Ira, thank you so much for doing this. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. And Merry Christmas to you. Enjoy your day and stay warm, my friend. Thank you. I'm surprised I can talk, guys. My teeth are chattering. <laughs> you, you'll, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. You still got that New York blood in you. There goes Ira Kaufman, Joe Bucks fan. He is, Thanks, uh, he, he is, he is a legend. Yes. And he mentioned the Arizona Cardinals at home, mm, a disaster. The organization, a disaster. 1-12 straight up, 3-10 ATS, their last 13 at home. Arizona playing that third-string quarterback. Good job by you, Pritch, pointing out the Brady tax. Yeah. Got that number at 7.5. Remember, you get taxed on some of these players, and Brady certainly you do. Yeah, absolutely. I think Belichick, uh, you can identify that uh, situation as well. Uh, but, uh, you know, the history of Brady is uh, is so influential, right? As a better, you just got to be careful of that, though. It's a Christmas miracle. We've been saving it all show. Santa's going to join next, and he's handing out presents by way of picks. It's coming up next right here on the Lombardi Line. It's VSIN, the Esports Betting Network. of Tom Brady Stole the Show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to The Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's betting's premier loyalty program. It's BetMGM, the king of sports books. Remember, you can earn BetMGM rewards every time you place a bet at BetMGM.com or on the app. You can convert those points into free bets, travel out to Vegas, of course, hotel stay, shows. It's the best loyalty program in the game, BetMGM.com. Got to be 21 years or older, 1-800 if you have an issue. As we welcome you back here on the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM, I'm Patrick Maher and Merry Christmas to you. Mike Pritchard sitting in for Michael Lombardi. Of course, Brent Musburger is coming up next with Countdown to Kickoff. He's got an awesome show. One, he's going to have Follow the Money's Paul Howard on. Two, he's going to have Mike Pritchard, of course, Circa and Vison Bon Vivant to talk about Circa. A great update coming up in about 30 minutes that you're not going to want to miss. So countdown to kickoff with Brent Musburger. And I bring up the name Brent Musburger because he's literally the GOAT. He's a legend. And did I hear Pritch during the break, Dustin Sweetelson, the producer of Follow the Money, did I hear him giving Brent Musburger betting tips during the break? Please help me with this, Pritch. Yeah, that's not a rumor. That That is uh, confirmed, absolutely, uh, over there I giving mean, tips. <laughs> Look, just full disclosure, Dustin Sweetelson there. I thought he was going to wear a Santa suit. He didn't. Uh, He's one of my good friends, my partner at our old job for years and years. So I asked him to come on the desk and give out his picks. He's very sharp. He's going to give you props and sides here coming up in just a bit. But did you ever think, big guy, that you would be handing out advice to one Brent Musburger? No. And I mean, on top, you forgot to add the key to me giving Brent advice on on any bets today is that it was unsolicited. He actually didn't ask. That's what you do. You insert yourself in places you shouldn't be, and you know where you shouldn't be? Talking to Brent Musburger. Or on this desk right now, if we're being totally honest. You're only there because I asked you to come on here. We'll probably both get fired after this. Probably. Probably. There's a good chance. Let's have some fun. We've got three standalone games today. Where are we going to start as we hand out some presents by way of picks? BGZ. All right. The first one is in uh, Green Bay, Miami. And I, I'm scared to take a side or total or anything in this game. It, it just, I have no vibe right now for either team. Miami's coming off the three straight losses. Tua hasn't looked right, but they're going to be at home again. So there's a chance they could get right. And Green Bay's looked a lot better. So I have a prop for you in this one. Uh, Jalen Waddle averages the most yards per catch in the NFL at 18. Hill and Waddle have the second and third most receiving yards on downfield passes this year, and it's something that Green Bay struggles with. They're actually the second worst team when it comes to defending downfield passes right behind Baltimore. And the key to this one is Jair Alexander. Jair Alexander is going to be on Tyreek Hill most of the game, and he will not move with him in the slot. That's the only time he could potentially hurt us here. But if Green Bay is going to win this game, They need to shut down Hill. You can't let Tyreek Hill beat you over the top with home run hits over and over again. So therefore, I think we have an opportunity on Jalen Waddell to get more looks on those downfield passes. And since he averages 18 yards a pop, we only need four for him to go over 63 and a half receiving yards today. So I am (laughs) feeling Jalen Waddell. Are you paying attention, Pritchard? Are you paying attention, Musburger? Okay, the big guy has <laughs> spoken, Pritch. Well, no, you know what? I actually like uh, the that great breakdown. Prop. It really is. I like that prop because you know, if defenses, if 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 a defensive back is going to shadow a receiver, what are you going to do? You're going to put Tyreek in bunch formations, right? And then you're going to make uh, that defense do something different, something that they probably pro- didn't work on uh, during the week of practice, right? Uh, so I actually like that. Uh, when it comes to Jalen Waddle, because I think you can isolate him uh, as well. The only, like I said, the only thing that hurts us is is Alexander only has twenty snaps in the slot this year. Mm-hmm. So if they try to sneak Hill in there, 
that means Alexander moves to Waddle. But I still think Alexander's going to have to find his way to Hill because you look at this game, it's a must-win game for Green Bay. You cannot let Tyreek Hill... Tyreek Hill go for 60 yards on you over and over again like he's capable of doing at look, any time look, of the game. Hold, hold, hold on. Hold, hold on now. Just one thing, Pritch. What's he that? won't listen to your feedback. Uh-huh. He's staring at the monitor looking at himself because he's a narcissist. <laughs> Is like that what he's doing? People on a Zoom meeting at work. <laughs> yeah. He's not listening to me either. Okay. He just can't wait to talk. Okay. Now, you stole this one from me. Christian Watson, anytime touchdown at plus 160. You can find plus 170. Get at it. Also, pro tip, my teeth look white. They look whiter yes, than you, normal. You look, you look very handsome. You, you, you look very Santa-like. I've been Watson, using anytime Thera- touchdown. Therabresh. Patrick, yes, Therabresh. Good. Thank it's you very, very much. Appreciate that. All right, Christian Watson. Hygiene advice Be- on the Lombardi line. <laughs> Before last week, four straight weeks with a touchdown. Everyone knows that. Leads the Packers and all NFL rookies with seven touchdowns. But he didn't start scoring them till week 10. I'm expecting Green Bay to play into the 20s today. So I think he's going to find the end zone. Uh, with points, he's the guy who finds the end zone. Took last week off. Let's bounce back. Plus money. Plus one sixty. Christian Watson. Anytime touchdown. Touchdown. I like that too. That one is a really nice one because he's the number one guy on that offense now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I actually do really like that. You're going to lay a price here, but you like Aaron Jones over three and a half receptions. Yeah. You know he leads the team in receptions. I was shocked to find that when I was researching some of the stats for Green Bay. And again, if they're going to be scoring points, I expect him, him to be heavily involved. It'd be great if they're trailing. That way they can dump the ball off to him. And his reception total, it's minus 150 at three and a half. But I think he's going to go over that. He's amassed three receptions five of the last eight weeks. Like it. Yep. Rich? Yep. No, I do. I like that. Uh, 1,300 yards from scrimmage already, too. So uh, he's a featured guy in that offense. And uh, again, Aaron Rodgers has everybody back involved, right? Uh, I think this guy, Aaron Jones, is that true halfback. Uh, so I like uh, the over three and a half receptions as well. Are you wearing a sweater vest, Dustin? I am. I, I, they don't make turtlenecks in this size. Okay. Could, couldn't match Fair it. enough. Huh. On to the next one. Appreciate it. Chris Godwin. <laughs> so Over receptions hasn't been posted, so what do you have here? So I can't find it yet, but if his total for receptions, Chris Godwin, is set around three and a half, which I expect it to be, I would again go over as well. Even if it's four and a half, I'd probably go over. Over the last 10 weeks, Godwin has 97 targets. That's tied for the third most behind Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill. Mike Evans, I don't think, is healthy right now. I think Godwin is the guy. So if you can get over four and a half receptions, if that's posted, I would absolutely take that. Also, on the Waddle thing, one thing I want to go back on here. I would sprinkle a little bit on Waddle over 90 yards plus 250. Oh, alternative. Little, little sprinkle on the alt. Okay, take okay. it easy with the sprinkling. Like the girls used to hit on me at lunch. <laughs> no, well, that doesn't make any sense, but we'll move on. It is Christmas. Why is it always uh, Mary, at lunch or something? They hit on it, you. That's right. It's, it's always with food. <laughs> okay. It's always food. Okay, and finally, Dustin Sweetelson, of course, producer of Follow the Money. You've got your best bet today. All right, this I love. and This I get, is the one you gave Brent, by the way. This is when you were talking to Brent about. Yes. All right, so Buccaneers, Cardinals. I like first half betting. I'm finding a lot of instant gratification in first half betting this year. <laughs> As you can imagine, I know I'm not a patient person. I'm very much a binger, not a purger. Uh, <laughs> the average halftime score of Tampa Bay games, 17.14 total points in the game. Tampa Bay's average halftime points this year, 7.71 points per game. The total is set at 20 in the first half. They have gone under 20 points in 10 games this year. Twice it's landed exactly on 20. The only two times Tampa at the half, the game total has been over 20 points, was when they were getting blown out by Kansas City and San Francisco. Essentially, this bet is betting against Trace McSorley to put up points in the first half, which he's completing 52% of his passes this year. No touchdowns, three pickles. Give me under 20. Love it. First half, Buccaneers, Cardinals. Under 20, yes. first half, Bucks Cardinals from the big guy. Pritch, your thoughts? I like it. I do. I mean, Kingsbury's been making it up as he goes along anyway, and that was with Kyler and Colt. Uh, now you have McSorley coming in here. No, I like this play. Absolutely. Okay. Against that defense, too? I mean, Bowles does know how to coach defense, right? I mean, he does have some personnel left uh, on that side of the defense ball. Defense is good. Defense is good. A lot of injuries, though. A lot of injuries, but uh, still, still pretty good, though. I'm sorry. I'm just gobsmacked. <laughs> Dustin, when I essentially hired you eight years ago, the fact that you'd be sitting there at beautiful Circa on television on VSIN, the industry leader, 
in the sports betting space, giving out advice to Brent Musburger, you have to admit, we did not see this coming. Do I? Does it mean I owe you my life? Uh-oh. Yes, it does. <laughs> and, and that's a big life, too. Great. It Go ahead, give out, life. Give, yeah. give out your social for everybody. Uh, at Dustin Sweetelson, that's S-W-E-D-E-L-S-O-N. Didn't have to yeah. spell it out. No phonetics <laughs> needed. Okay, a couple of things. One, we mentioned Countdown to Kickoff is coming up yes. next with Brent Musburger. Pritch, they've got a big announcement at 9-15, 12-15 on the East as far as Circa as well, Pritch. They really do. Mike Palm's going to be in studio with Brent Musburger, the legend, and uh, that's going to be outstanding. Uh, the situation with Survivor has been riveting, uh, right, compelling. I, I mean, doing a football contest show on, on the weekends and, and speaking with Derek Stevens and Michael, Mike Palm and certainly Jeffrey Brinson has been a treat, uh, but I cannot wait uh, to hear the information that they have uh, on the show with Brent Musburger coming up next. Pritch, it's a joy working with you. Thanks for filling in for Michael today. Thank you very much. My pleasure, much. Merry Patrick. Christmas. Great to be with, Merry Christmas. Great to be with you. I want to, I want to thank those that don't get enough recognition here at uh, VEASAN. Jeff, Jeremy, John, and Chris behind the scenes. And I guess, Big Guy, I'll thank you as well. Thank and you, me. Dustin Sweetelson. <laughs> You're welcome. Merry Christmas. Go ahead Christmas. and smile. Show, 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 them the, show them the teeth. Give me a big smile. There it is. Oh. Coming up next, again, Brent Musburger, Countdown to Kickoff. Can't wait for it. Got three standalone games. Good in-game opportunities. Have a very safe and happy Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you next time here on the Lombardi Line. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.